Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am so excited. Uh, I've got this new word we're saying in our company right now. We're, we're calling it New Rules Game Changer Benchmark. These are our three mainstream words right now that we are using. New Rules Game Changer. We're definitely... Uh, uh, we're definitely changing the game around. And most importantly, our benchmarks have changed. I am so impressed to see that one of our consultants has 63, 63 new members. And you're saying, oh, my God, definitely a game changer. And I know what's happening. So we're diving in. For those that don't know me, I'm Maria Mariano, 39 years this year in multi-level marketing business and number one. So even if we... Uh, sometimes go down a little bit because we're so, so focused in building structure and building new systems and having a process that people trust. It's not long that uh, our relentlessness and our consistency brings us back to number one, but a far number one. Right now, between us and everybody else, can you imagine there's something like $20 million difference? So, you know, if you're listening, those on Zoom with me, like, I'm so excited. I say, yes, thank you. Thank you, Sandy. And I'm saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all this amazing abundance. But I also know why. Yes, the company is based on character base. I also know why I've been able to stay married with Mohammed, who's Muslim from Algerian origin. I'm Catholic from Italian origin. I know why, you know, today when I was preparing the podcast, I said, oh my God, it's, it's all about habit number five. My children, 26, 28, 30, they're still breathing my oxygen. I know why. I know why. I know why. So I'm excited to share this with you. And I hope you're going to lean in with me and be as excited as I am right now. And yes, for us in our company, which is Leeds Yaman, Right now, it's a game changer what's happening in November because we have intentionality. Um, it, it's new benchmarks. Like we went from, uh, you know, saying, oh, if you have one new member, it's wow. No, no, no. Now you're looking at everybody, minimum 25 new benchmarks, new rules for 2022. And oh, my God, using this today is going to change your trajectory in 2022. Now. If you're joining us for the very first time, we're covering the book, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And what Stephen Covey says is that we are responsible. We are in charge of our life. There goes Monique. She caught the ball. Thank you. I call this, I pitch, she catches the ball. Thank you, Monique. Um, he says we are responsible and our capacity to stop blaming outside current events for our failures is the, is the start of a new life. And I've been raised this way. I've been raised to take responsibility. Why? Because my parents left Italy after the Second World War. And, you know, they, they are of a mentality. There might be a war around us, but it doesn't have to get inside of me. You know, you're in a ship. 
There, there's a storm. The ship is navigating through a storm right now. What's important is that the water doesn't get inside the ship. So you're able to cross. And this is the key to success. So habit number five. Yahoo, we're starting a new habit. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Habits one, two, and three is independence habit. You have to be a whole person first, yourself. We call this the private wins. And then you can go into habits four, five, and six, which are interdependence habits. How do we work with each other? How do we go from there and win on the public path platform? A writer, Pascal, he said, the heart has its reasons, which reason knows not of. So what he's trying to say here is basically habit number five is a timeless principle. We all strive to teach our children, okay? We all strive to teach our children uh, to be confident, right? We're all striving for that. Uh, when To be confident when speaking to others. We all strive to teach our children also that it's important to listen to others when they are speaking, we all do that. Habit five is about communication. The best way to teach someone how to communicate is by letting them participate with you in communication. Okay, it's going to come clear as we go forward, clearer and clearer as we go forward. Many are thought, taught not to speak when someone else is, is speaking, right? Who's been raised that way? Don't talk when somebody else is talking. Okay. But unfortunately, they are not taught that they are supposed to listen when somebody else is speaking. Okay. We only teach them don't talk. We don't teach them listen. Here is an example. And I'm going to read it verbatim from the book because I, I can't uh, repeat this in my own words. It, it won't make any sense. So this is what happens. Okay. Um, somebody goes and see the, the eye doctor here. I'm gonna, it's an easier word for me uh, in English, right? So let's suppose you've been having trouble with your eyes. You decide to go see the eye doctor to help you. After briefly listening to you, to your complaints, the eye doctor takes off his own glasses and hands them to you, Monique, right? And this is what he says. Monique, put these on, okay? I've worn these this pair of glasses for 10 years now, and they've really helped me out. I have an extra pair at home, so you can use mine. So Monique puts them on, but only to realize her problem is worse. Looking through the, the doctor's eyeglasses, Monique says, doctor, this is terrible. I can't see a thing. The doctor says, well, Monique, what's wrong with you? They were great for me. Try harder. So Monique says to the doctor, I am trying harder. Everything is still a blur. The doctor says, well, that's what's, what's the matter with you. This is the problem with you. You're not thinking positive, positively. Po positively. Monique says, okay, hang on. Oh, they, they can't see me on the pod beam. So she, she looks even harder through the glasses and then she says, look, I'm looking through the glasses positively and I can't see a thing. And the doctor says, oh my God, Monique, you're so ungrateful. Okay. After all I've done for you. Take in consideration this, this story. 
Okay. Will you ever go back to this eye doctor? Never, never. You see, you don't have much confidence in this eye doctor, someone who doesn't diagnose you before he's giving you a prescription. Yes or yes. Now I ask ourselves, how many times have we done this? How often does this actually happen? How many of you with a boss, with a husband, with a, a wife, with children, um, you've had this happen to you? You know, you, you thank you, Dorothy. You, you begin and right away they interrupt you and they start giving you solutions. Hello, you didn't listen to me. So I know for a fact, as I'm speaking here to you at, at 58 years old, 39 years in my multi-level marketing, I repeat, 34 years with Mohammed. My children now are 26, 28, and 30 and still breathing my oxygen, which is a positive thing, okay? That means they're comfortable around us. I know that when I meet with my 2080, the results I have, and we look at now at the new, at the new what I call top 10, et cetera, we see the results of empathic listening first so you can diagnose well, so you can bring them to the next level or give the right prescription. When I look at my family, when I look at my family, it's an open, loving communication. This is why they're still all there. Okay, I know that it works. I'm telling you out of experience, I know that it works. When I look in my community, community, my community is my family, the Algerian Muslim side, the Italian Catholic side, how we all get along. I know that empathic communication is the only reason it works. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. So on my side of my family, we, we don't bring out the alcohol when we have our Muslim Algerian family with us. It's, it's that understanding of both. But how often do we diagnose before we prescribe in communication? Let's, let's, let's look at another example. Are you ready for another example? I think some parents are going to see themselves in this one. Okay. So. The mother looks at her daughter and says, come on, honey, tell me how you feel. I know it's hard, but I'll try to understand. Oh, the child says, oh, I don't know, mom. You think, you think that it was stupid. Of course I wouldn't, says the mother. You can tell me, honey. No, no one cares for, uh, for how much you know or don't know. I'm only interested in your welfare, my daughter. What's making you so unhappy? The daughter says, well, I don't know, mommy, if I should tell you. Come on, honey, what is it? And the daughter starts, well, to tell you the truth, mom, I just don't like school anymore. And the mother, what? Okay. What do you mean you don't like school? And after all the sacrifice I made for your education, education is the foundation of your future. If you'd apply yourself like your older sister, you'd do better. You'd like school time and time again. I told you, and she points the finger. I told you, we've told you to settle down, focus, study, study harder. You've got to get the ability to apply yourself, try harder, get a positive attitude. That's the problem. Okay, daughter, go ahead. Tell me, 
Tell me why you don't want to go to school. Do you really think she's going to tell you now, Dorothy? But honestly, how many of us have done that? Okay, how many? Let's get real here, okay? So empathic listening. Did I tell you I'm so excited about this next segment of our podcast? Okay, mom and daughter who doesn't want to go to school. She didn't get the whole picture. How can she have given a diagnosis? That's the same thing like here's my glasses. Go to school, it's going to work, okay? We rush in with good advice to fix things, but we fail to take the time to diagnose, to really deeply understand the problem. If we summarize in one sentence the single most important principle I have learned when building my relationship with Mohammed, when building my relationship with my children, raised with two different religions, when building my relationship with my family from two different backgrounds, when building my business, which is a very complex business, and the bigger we get, the more complex it gets. Building my relationship with my community is this. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Don't just bury it. Other times, some people say, oh, I choose my battles. Be careful, because when you're choosing your battles, you end up feeling you're getting sick. Okay, you can't just bury it. You have to take the time to listen, to heal, to come to an agreement and move on. And this is going to be my my astronaut's part, Marie-Pierre Tetro, who's going to help you understand the four basic types of communication. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. And just before I start, I want to read the comment of Melissa in the chat. She writes, it's a big difference when you really listen. It happened with her son. So uh, she said, we learned that he didn't, he didn't want to go to school because he was bullied. So when you listen, you go to the next level and you really know why. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa, for your comment. And before I start, I want to make sure that if you didn't share, you share uh, the podcast now. So you make sure that if you are on Podbean, you share because it gives you more heart and it gives you more chance at the end of the month to win the conditioning program. And on Facebook, when you share, always add a comment so uh, people know why you decided to share the podcast and why they should listen to the podcast this morning. So thank you for sharing. If you didn't share, that's the time to do it. And let's go in the subject of today, the four, four basic type of communication. So there's reading, there's writing, speaking, and listening. Have you ever take the time to realize how much hour, how many hours we spent learning the first three? Reading, I think it's all first year of school, we learned to read, <laughs> writing in First grade, second grade, we learned to write. Speaking as a baby, a few uh, years, we learned to speak and listening. Did you have a course of training in school of listening? No, I don't think so. So the last type of communication has been really neglected. So comparatively, few people have had any training in listening at all. So seeking first to understand involves a very deep paradigm shift. We typically seek first to be understood. So we have a tendency to listen with the intent of replying rather than the intent of understanding. 
We're generally either speaking or preparing to speak. Most often considering what the other person is saying only based on our own experience and point of view. So if you really want to improve your interpersonal relationship, you must endeavor to understand a situation before attempting to make yourself understood. So the ability to communicate clearly is essential for your overall effectiveness effectiveness as it's the most important skill you can train. So if you want to interact effectively with people to influence them, so your spouse, your child, your neighbor, your boss, your coworker, your friend, you first need to understand them. And you can do that with technique alone. If they sense you're using some technique, they sense duplicity, manipulation, they will wonder why you're doing it, what your motives are, and they won't feel safe enough to open to you. So if your principles are solid, you will naturally want to engage and listen to people without making them feel manipulated. So consequently, it's through your character that you transmit and communicate what type of person you are and through it, people will come to instinctively trust and open up to you. So the real key to your influence with the people is your example, your actual conduct. So your example flows naturally out of your character of the kind of person you truly are. So not what others say uh, you are or what you may want them to think you are. It is evident in how they actually experience you. So your character is constantly radiating, communicating. From it, in the long run, they come to instinctively trust or distrust you and your effort. So if your private performance, we saw it in the uh, last uh, habit, so habit number one, be proactive, circle of concern and circle of influence. I think we all remember <laughs> circle of concern, circle of influence. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind. How will I be remembered? And habit number three, put first thing first, the time management, the fourth generation of time management to put your priority first. So if your private performance doesn't square with your public performance, it's very hard for people to open up with you. So then as much as they may want and even need to receive your love and influence, they don't feel safe enough to expose their opinion and experience in their tender feelings. But unless they open up with you, unless you understand them and their unique situation and feeling, you won't know how to advise or console. So you may say you care about and appreciate them, but how can you appreciate people when you don't even know, even understand them? So unless you're influenced by their uniqueness, they are not going to be influenced by your advice. So if you want to really uh, be really effective in the habit of interpersonal communication, you cannot do it with technique alone. You have to build the skills of empathic listening on a base of character that inspire openness and trust. And you have to build the emotional bank account. So you have deposit and deposit. So you build that emotional bank account that creates uh, commerce between hearts. While most people listen with the intent of replying, the pro-efficient listener will listen with the intent to understand. So this is 
known as the skill of empathic listening that we will cover tomorrow. So I'm really happy. I'm excited about tomorrow. I, I'm so happy to read it tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And, and it falls right at the perfect timing because, again, I'm going to use the word we're in a game changer right now, new rules for 2022, uh, new benchmarks, and it couldn't happen at a better time. It couldn't happen at a better time. I, I'm going to take some words that you said, Marie-Pierre, just to close off the podcast, Okay. Technique, duplicity, manipulation. This is what the last 50 years of literature has been teaching our people. And since COVID, the manipulation that is happening right now, the duplicity that is happening right now, and all the techniques that we feel that are not honest right now on social media is killing, is killing us. So those of us who are able Example, like Nathalie Brochu, those of us who are able, example, like Samuel. And right now we have a new superstar who is Hélène Savoie. You guys got to go watch her. She just did a post and she had within seconds over 500 people react. A simple post about her son with a positive statement and over hundreds and hundreds of comments. Why? Because of her authenticity. Once again, Marie-Pierre, her character. People adhere to her character, so she's building real relationship. And out of those relationships, people trust her. They don't feel manipulated. They don't feel there's a duplicity. They don't feel she's using a technique, and they come into agreement, which brings her to having this incredible growth right now. Like, I'm reading these words, and I'm looking at everything that's happening in my company, with my family, with my, 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 my community and saying, oh my God, this, this is so true. And when you, you know, when you can conduct yourself from the natural flow of your character. Now, I know, I know, Dorothy, some people see me the first time and they just can't stand me and it's okay, but I can't change my character to make everybody like me. I taught my children, don't seek to be liked, seek to be respected. You might not like me and that's okay because I don't need friends. I have friends and I'm not looking for a family. I have a family. But my character still has it that they join the diamond because they trust us. In my presence, I know I radiate happiness out of a sincere place. I know that I'm magnetizing, even if you hate me. There's something that, I always say my haters are the ones that listen to me the most. They don't understand that my my um, my magnet personality is what attracts them to listen to me more and to hate me more. <laughs> you get it? Okay. Because it, it, it's authentic. And, and somewhere, somewhere they say, I don't like her, but she's got to be doing something right. And this is what I want everybody to be that's following the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. I need you guys to level up. I don't want you to be some days hot, something some days cold. I don't want you to be some days mean, some days kind. I don't want you to be successful on the public platform, but in your homes, it's a chaos. I want you to be authentic and transparent in everything. So if you're doing a live, and I'm going to talk to my multi-level marketing team, if you're doing a live and the child or the dog, here you go, the dog is barking. The dog barks in other homes too. 
but people will trust you that you don't try to make it perfect because I don't know about your home, but in my home, it's not perfect. Once I did a story and you heard Hamid tell his father, no, you're wrong. And somebody says, I love your home because every time you do a story, we see the real McCoy. <laughs> okay, because it is the way it is. And I look at people in my company, and I'm just going to mention the top five. Annie Marchand, Stéphanie Sigway, Sylvain Lalonde, Marise Belleville, Brouillette, Marie-Josée Brouillette. And people might say, why are they earning half a million dollars? Why is she earning a million dollars? Because even if they don't, if they're not the best speaker, even if they don't have the most excitement when they speak, it doesn't matter. People feel safe around them. People feel that they're being authentically listened to. And this is the natural reason why they are so successful and keep growing and growing their empire. What I want you to walk away today is remember that different people will see the same challenge differently. And this is why in this game changer we have right now, your capacity to address people in different groups and not make one message for all 42,000 people, understanding different people will see the same challenge differently, will give you a, a huge leverage on the results you're going to have in the next seven days and how you will end your year. And if really you will embrace the new benchmarks and be part of the new rules. Many of your values are also different. Remember, Muhammad's Muslim, I'm, Ita I'm, I'm Catholic. He's Algerian, I'm Italian. Many of our values are also different. Remember the woman who called in the radio show and says, I think my boss doesn't respect me. When I speak, he doesn't look at me in my eyes. And he answered, by, by any chance, does he come from Haiti? And he sa she says, oh my God, yes, how did you know? He goes, I'm a Haitian. Je suis Haitien. Okay, Dif many of our values are also different. So Maria, how, how do you make it happen? Well, I'm patient. I'm patient with my husband. I'm patient with my in-laws. I'm patient with you, Monique. I'm patient. Okay. And in my patience, I can explore the richness of what you have to bring to my community, the richness of what you have as a child to give, the strengths you have as a child, the strengths you have as a spouse. It takes patience. Don't be in a rush. Explore and, and then you can come to a win-win agreement. Practice listening for real. And tomorrow, we're going to enter the new part, which is empath empathic listening. And let me tell you guys, this podcast could not happen at a better timing. And right now, in our multi-level marketing business, right now at the end of 2021, so that you can jump into 2022 with new rules, new benchmarks, and a game changer. Who's with me? Okay, let's make it happen. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for being with us. And did I tell you I love this book? I love Stephen Covey. Okay, if you don't have the book, go get it. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Ciao. Bye.